0: You're listening to That Music Podcast with me, Bryson Tarbett. I'm the music educator and blogger behind That Music Teacher and ThatMusicTeacher.com. Join me as I dive into what it really means to be a music educator. I hope that you're able to find a nugget of inspiration each week as I share my favorite ways to create purposeful instruction through active music making. So grab a coffee, sit down, and let's get started. This episode is brought to you by my free editable music teaching portfolio, whether you're looking for your first job or you're just trying to find something new, this free template will help you stand out from the rest of the applicants to grab your easy to use template, head over to thatmusicteacher.com slash portfolio. Hello everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of that music podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about regrouping and resetting after a particularly difficult class. Okay, let's be honest. One of the amazing things about being a music teacher is that we get to see so many students in a single school day. By doing this, we're able to make a difference in the lives of literally hundreds of kids in a single day, which, if you ask me, is an absolutely amazing part of our job, and it's honestly one of my favorites. But unfortunately, we also need to be aware of letting one class's behavior affect us as teachers after they've left our classroom it can be really easy to let one class put you into a funk for the rest of the day and for you to carry that stress with you into the next class when they come in for their lesson. I've 100% done this, and it can be really hard to give each class the best of ourselves when we just got done with our particularly rough class before they entered the room. However, I hope that we can all agree that for the sake of our students, as well for our own sanity, we need to make a conscious effort to start fresh at the beginning of each class and not carry the stresses from earlier in the day and let them to change the way that we make music with our students. This definitely isn't easy and it's one of the harder parts about transitioning between different classes. I'll be the first one to say that sometimes I'm not able to reset. I've definitely been guilty of carrying over some stress from the previous class And it rarely goes well when you take that kind of negative energy into the class when a student comes in. So today I wanted to talk about a few of the ways that I like to regroup between classes to make sure that I'm always in a good headspace for my students. I want to preface this by saying I have about a minute between my classes at my fifth and sixth grade school, and I don't have any time scheduled in between classes at my elementary school. So if your schedule is like mine and you don't have like a passing period or anything like that, it can be really hard to reset because you're feeling like you're constantly, you know, running around like a chicken with your head cut off and trying to set up between kindergarten and fourth grade and switching those two classes um, in an instant. But some of the, a lot of these things, they don't really take a lot of time, but I think it's important to take just a moment, even if it's five seconds and to reset, take some time so that you're able to be successful when your kid's coming for the next class. The first thing, and honestly, this is the most important one, and this is the one that I find brings me the most joy when I'm kind of trying to refocus after a rough lesson. The first thing I like to do is to write down a positive moment from the class. It doesn't matter if it was the roughest class you've ever had in your entire career. Chances are there was at least one moment where at least one student was making a choice that made you remember why you were teaching. Even in the roughest of classes, there's likely going to be at least a couple of moments that are positive. Maybe it's one of your quiet students that are finally trying to sing. Or maybe it's a student that has experienced a lot of trauma that usually needs to take a lot of breaks and usually doesn't join the class, was able to make it through the entire class without having to take a break. Even in the worst moments, there are likely gems of magic that are happening too. Not only is this a great exercise after a particularly rough class, but it's also an incredibly healthy way to view the class as it's happening. I found that it's a lot easier to make it through one of these difficult classes when you're looking for the positive moments rather than getting stuck in the negative. For instance, I was having a really bad day a while back. Uh, it was just one of those days where nothing really seemed to go right, and I was just kind of in a funk all day. I had my kindergarten class, and you know, as kindergartners, things happen. And one of my kindergartners, who usually is one of those that kind of is a little bit defensive and can kind of set things off for the rest of the class, accidentally ran into another student. I I saw it happen. I'm like, oh, no, this is the end of kindergarten class today. We're going to have to reset and just call today as a loss. But instead, the student helped the other person up and wanted to make sure that they were okay and actually apologized and was not defensive at all. And it really kind of made my heart full. I like being able to see that the student really, you know, understood that while it wasn't on purpose, he hurt the student and wanted to make it better. And I kind of got in my own head because I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I assumed that this was going to end so poorly. You know, I assumed that this was going to add on to the craziness of today. And I was surprised by just how well the student handled it. And it, it really made my heart full. And it's those kind of moments that I like to focus on. Obviously, during the great classes, those are the moments that I try to remember. But on the negative p- points, or classes that are a little bit more negative, or just don't work the way that they should, I like to focus on at least a couple of moments that remind me why I'm doing what I'm doing, um, and kind of spark a little bit of joy to um, get me through the rest of the day. And this was definitely one of those moments. Um, and I really appreciate it with a student, and it, it really helped me kind of try to turn around my day. So the next thing I would like to do is actually after the kids leave and sometimes this has to be like during a planning period or at the end of the day um, just with the way my schedule works. So after the students have left and the dust has settled, I take some time to think about why the lesson flopped. Why were the students crazy or you know what went wrong? Have the students been testing all day? Was it indoor recess? Were they not in the right headspace for what we tried to do? Was it too simple or was it too difficult or did I give the students or did I not give the students the tools that they needed to be successful? I like to take some time to think about whether or not anything was wrong with the lesson itself or maybe it was just a problem in timing or delivery. Take some time to look at the entire lesson and to see what what was successful and what could have gone better. Take a look at the sequencing to make sure that your students have given the tools that they were needed in order to be successful with this lesson. It can take some time to reflect and Sometimes you might have to reflect the next day because I'll be honest, if I'm having a really bad day, if I'm having one of those days where everything just kind of seems to not go well, I'm going to leave at the end of the day and I'm not going to think about school when I get home. And that's totally okay. And that's totally, totally understandable. But take some time to think about what happened with that lesson so that you can learn from that. Every time that we enter our classrooms, we are learning just as much as we are teaching. We are learning what the students like, dislike, what the students need, what the students need more of, what need less of, and things like that. So take some time and reflect. It doesn't need to be this hour-long reflection. Just take some time, sit down, and think about it. This next one is really important, and it's super simple. Take a couple of deep breaths. I know that if you don't have time between classes, it can be really hard to take some time to reset, but taking a couple deep breaths can just take a couple of seconds. Take a moment of mindfulness and try to relax a little bit. If you're like me and you don't have time between classes, and if you've had a particularly rough day with the class before, you can take a couple of minutes and have your students join you. Mindfulness is something that our students need to practice as well. If you need to take a moment and breathe and listen to calming music at the beginning of the class to reset then go ahead and do it and have your students join you. This can be an incredibly beneficial way for our students as they transition into the music classroom. And hey, maybe if you do some stuff like this with mindfulness, you can prevent those awful days. You can prevent those classes that don't go so well. There's a really great episode of the music teacher coffee top podcast that is all about mindfulness in the music classroom. I really, really, really recommend giving it a listen. If you want to learn more about implementing mindfulness in your own classroom, I'll put a link to the episode in the show notes. We've all been there. You spent an hour or so on a lesson and you're excited to finally get to it and get to share it with your students. You probably have all the manipulatives and resources and jump right in with your students. Everything's ready, you've done the laminating, you've cut everything out, and then the worst happens. The lesson flaps and the kids are crazy. There's nothing quite as unnerving as realizing the lesson that you've worked on so hard isn't being received by your students in the way that you'd expect it. It happens, it happens often, and it stinks. It can be such a nasty blow to our confidence, and it's really easy to begin second-guessing yourself when this happens, especially when this happens more than once. Unfortunately, this is just kind of part of the gig. Lessons fail. Sometimes they fail for things that have nothing to do with you. Sometimes the deck is just stacked against you. But it's what you do after the lesson that really matters. Do you keep trying to do the same thing and expecting your students to meet you? Do you take some time to reflect and change it into a way that your students will be successful? Take some time to remember why you teach. And work as hard as you can to leave one class's behavior in that class and to not let it bleed into the next. Because there's one of those like self-fulfilling prophecies there, where if you think a lesson's going to go poorly, it will. So if you're already in that negative headspace, and a new group of kids walk in, they're going to feel that energy, and they're they're just by osmosis or whatever, they're not going to be as successful because they have you they feel that negative energy for you, and that self-fulfilling prophecy makes the class not go as well as it totally should. Take these moments in stride. Realize that it having a bad day says nothing about you as a teacher. You are still an amazing teacher, even if you have a week full of bad days. But don't let those days get you down. Take Do whatever you can to just focus in, take some time to reflect and move on so that you're able to be successful with your next class as they walk in. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of That Music Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review on iTunes as this really helps new music teachers find the podcast. You can find the show notes and more at batmusicteacher.com, and you can join the free General Music Mastermind Facebook group at batmusicteacher.com slash mastermind. I hope that you have an amazing week making music with your kids.